Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, you're listening to America's favorite radio travel show, and I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. Hey, it's State Fair time where I live here in Minnesota. And among the new food offerings this year, bacon ice cream. That's candied bacon bits in maple ice cream. Then there's something called Great Balls of Fire, which is spicy sausage rolled into balls and served with curry, Korean barbecue, and cool cucumber dipping sauce. And from our neighbors to the north, that would be Canada, comes the classic Montreal dish, poutine. That's a pile of fries and cheese curds smothered in gravy. Let me repeat that if you're not familiar with poutine. A pile of fries covered with cheese curds and smothered in gravy. It's often translated as unholy mess. And you can pick up your serving of poutine at the Minnesota State Fair right next to the all-you-can-drink milk booth. In these parts, the State Fair means summer's winding down. Just ask Garrison Keeler. But I'm going to pretend summer isn't coming to an end, that winter isn't too far away, that is too far away to see. We're going to start today by checking in on the 18th annual Southern Brewers Festival down in Chattanooga, where it's definitely not the end of summer. Then we're going to turn our attention to what people steal from hotels. We'll hear from the marketing director of the Waldorf Astoria in New York City, where the hotel has declared an amnesty, inviting guests to, uh, uh, who might have accidentally left the hotel with something they shouldn't have to return it, no questions asked. Then I'll talk with Stan Bromley, a former executive at the uh, Four Seasons Hotel Company, about what he saw guests take during his 40 years in the hotel business and what he thinks is normal for guests to throw in their suitcases bottles of shampoo, for example, and when the line crosses into larceny. I'll answer a listener's question about how to avoid long lines at popular sites in France toward the end of the hour, and I'll share a few good travel deals with you as well. But let's begin. Before we talk to Kelly Wilson, uh, that last digit I think is two, uh, let's begin, as I usually do, with some of this week's news in travel. It was just a couple of weeks ago we talked on this show about crime on cruise ships. My guest, a maritime safety expert named Randall Jakes, told us crime is more prevalent than we expect or we know about on the high seas. And it's often not just crew members who are blamed, but also guests who board ships to do harm. Well, this week it was the crew, or at least one crew member, on a Royal Caribbean cruise. This week a woman filed a federal lawsuit against Royal Caribbean Cruise Line claiming she was assaulted by a crew member during a New Year's cruise. She asked a crew member for a towel as she prepared to use a whirlpool. He allegedly led her into a bathroom to get one, and there he assaulted her. A security camera caught her trying to escape the bathroom, only, be dra- only to be dragged back inside. The cruise line fired the employee and put him off the, the ship at the next port in the Caribbean, a move the victim's lawyer claimed was wrong. The cruise line said it made the video available to law enforcement officials in St. Kitts and reported the incident to the FBI, but the crew member from India was reportedly not detained or charged by police. Expect much less padding in your coach airline seat come 2013. A number of airlines are planning to add these new thin seats in order to be able to put in an additional row of seats in coach. United, Alaska, and Southwest have announced the seats will begin appearing next year. Spirit announced two years ago it was putting in similar slimmer seats in its planes, and it's managed to put 33 more seats on a plane as a result. Iceland Air announced a new gateway in the U.S. It's Anchorage. The discount airline will fly nonstop from Anchorage, Alaska to Reykjavik, Iceland, where passengers can continue on to 20 destinations in Scandinavia, the U.K. or continental Europe. 
And in Japan, airline passengers flying domestically have no problem going through security with liquids. That's because the Japanese have a machine that can distinguish between harmless liquids and harmful ones. So when's the U.S. going to catch up? Well, the TSA says it's testing various methods of allowing us to carry our drinks through security. It should be noted that what the Japanese call the bottled liquor checker, or BLC, is only used for domestic flights. Now, you know, I always suspect that somewhere, someplace, someone is having more fun than I am. And I think that someplace this Saturday is the 18th annual Southern Brewers Festival going on in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Kelly Wilson is director of marketing for Kraftwerk. It's the largest owner of brewery restaurants in the U.S. You know some of their stores or outlets, such as Rock Bottom Brewery and Gordon Biersch. Uh, Gordon Biersch, excuse me. Well, the company hosts this annual event in downtown Chattanooga, and we reach Kelly today there. Hi, Kelly. What's happening at Good the morning. Brewers Fest? Good morning. What's happening at the well, Brewers Fest? Well, we are setting up right now, and things are happening. We actually opened the event, and the gates are opening at uh, 2 p.m. today. The event is uh, from 2 p.m. to midnight on the downtown uh, waterfront in downtown Chattanooga. And we are bringing in 38 breweries with five bands today, with 100% of proceeds benefiting a local charity called Chattanooga Kids on the Block. Yeah, Chattanooga's Kids on the Block. I saw that on the website for the event. Tell me about that, because that's most interesting, I think. You know, it's a fantastic organization. They've been around for a little over 20 years, and what they actually do is they use the power of puppetry to go into the school systems and talk about social concerns with children that um, that, that really kind of feel uncomfortable talking to an adult uh, if things are going on at home or in certain situations, um, you know, such as child abuse, um, you know, uh, obesity, um, you know, uh, a vast, you know, well, eating disorders and drugs, yeah, I presume. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say eating disorders. I mean, there, there are a lot of things to where, but literally they use behind the scenes, they're in all black, and they actually use, you know, puppets, and they do skits, and they go into schools, and they're talking about and using these characters or whatever to where the children, honestly, they just see the puppets. And at that point, they actually are asking questions, and the children forget there's actually an adult behind there. And at the end of it all, if they actually, you know, you know, abuse or anything, they feel comfortable enough to go up to the puppets and start talking to them. And from there, they're able to work with the school systems and, you know, social workers and really get, you know, children help for what they need and what they're feeling uncomfortable for. And they're making a huge difference in, uh, in about 14 different counties around the Chattanooga area. It's, it's really quite powerful. That, to me, is an incredible and, and heartwarming story. I remember the, the comedy film, What About Bob, years ago, um, with, I think it was Richard Dreyfus, and uh, he was a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and, and with his own children, if they sort of got angry or upset about something, he would put a puppet in one hand and stick it out and say, tell it to the puppet. And I guess this is a more serious and more effective version, real-world version of that. It is. I mean, and, and they have, all, all the puppets have names. They all have stories. You know, and it lets people know that if they're different or if something's going on, even from, you know, divorce or a kid being in a wheelchair, it lets them know it's okay. And, you know, it's okay to talk about it. And it's okay to, you know, get help for it. And, I mean, they are working in 14 different counties. They see over 300,000, you know, kids a year. And they're really making an impact in the community, not only in Chattanooga, but, again, around, you know, 14 different counties. Um, you know, from Georgia and, and Tennessee, um, and they're really making an impact. And it's quite incredible. In fact, they actually just got awarded this year um, the 2012 uh, Nonprofit of the Year. Um, so I, we're, we're definitely proud to be aligned with such a group, you know, as Chattanooga Kids in the Block. 
And I also saw on your website that last year uh, the beer, f the Brewers Festival, raised about a half a million dollars for uh, uh, this organization. Yeah, well, we actually have been partnering with them. This will be the seventh year, and the, a total of you know seven years we've been able to give them for this one day event a total of um, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Very uh, impressive. Very it, impressive. Very, it is. In the past two years alone, it's you know we've been able to stroke a check for. $150,000. Hey, Kelly, listen, uh, lift one for me, and if you're anywhere near Chattanooga, today's Saturday, head on downtown by the waterfront for the Southern Brewers Festival. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought them to the Trevi Fountain and told them the legend. With your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one, and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. This is Hulk Hogan. Do you feel joint pain or back pain from hiking, swimming, or other physical activities? Do you suffer from arthritis pain or inflammation when you're gardening or walking the dog? Now, reducing those everyday pains is easier than ever, thanks to Active Relief. This is an incredible new dual-action supplement and cream that did wonders for my pain and I couldn't wait to tell everyone else about it. Using Active Relief daily can help reduce your everyday joint aches and pains and ease stiffness faster than you ever thought possible. I'm living proof. Active Relief has helped reduce years of wrestling pains from my body, and I feel better than ever. Imagine what Active Relief can do for you. Get your risk-free trial of the Active Relief Supplement. When you call now, you'll also get a free Active Relief Pain Cream for instant soothing relief. It's yours free when you call now. Just call 1-800-686-1114. That's 1-800-686-1114. Call 1-800-686-1114. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe to help leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories... You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales. They're very short, like four sentences long. And you'll be eligible to win a chance to uh, get a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a couple celebrates their retirement with a trip to Italy. And upon learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the ending to that story and earn a chance to win to Kindle, again, by going to travelguard.com forward slash stories. All right, come on, admit it. 
you've you've put something from the hotel in your suitcase before you left. Maybe it's just the little plastic bottle of uh, shampoo or body lotion. Well, there's an army of people, apparently, who take a lot more than the occasional amenity from the bathroom. In fact, uh, a new, an NYU and New York University hospitality uh, dean thinks about $80 million worth of stuff goes missing from hotels, stolen largely by guests. And in an unusual move, the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York is asking guests who, well, let's say things might have fallen accidentally into their luggage as they were leaving, to bring them back. They would like to get some of their classic stuff from uh, their early days in the early 1900s. Um, by the way, that hotel opened in 1893, uh, maybe put them on display. And Matt Zolby is the marketing director at the Waldorf Astoria, and he's joining me for a few minutes to talk about that. Matt, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Thanks, Rudy. Thanks for having me on. All right. Now, are, are you looking just for old stuff, and are you looking for valuable stuff? Are you looking even for something as, as simple maybe as a dinner menu from the early 1900s? Uh, well, all of the above, uh, Rudy. We're we're really not looking for value as much as we're looking for stories and content. Ah. Uh, we had rolled out a, um, a a an online video uh, archive. Excuse me, an online archive uh, four years ago, and six years ago we did a museum. We opened a museum in the hotel, and so to populate those two venues, we really need some help. We we don't. We don't save old elements, uh, either service back of the house or a combination of the two. So whether it's a, a hanger from 1920, a creamer from 1940, a demi-toss spoon from 1960, these aren't naturally uh, items that uh, a for-profit entity is going to keep warehoused somewhere. So as we try to build out our museum and tell stories of the Waldorf, we're really looking to recapture some of those items because uh, we know the public has them. And you know because you have an employee in your staff, according to a piece in the recent New Yorker, who, whose grandparents um, had a, uh, a small cocktail fork that they had sort of slipped up their sleeve or into one of their pockets when they were celebrating their wedding way back in 1949, right? Uh, absolutely, yes. I think that story's made the rounds a couple times. But I'll tell you, Rudy, my, my, uh, it was my second sales meeting in the hotel. I've been at the hotel for eight years. And uh, I was with one of my sales managers. We were in a conversation about everybody seems to have a Waldorf story. And this woman told a story of her grandmother meeting her boyfriend uh, who's coming back from the war. So she's uh, instructed to meet uh, him in the Park Avenue lobby of the Waldorf Astoria, and she slips a saucer in, in her purse. Uh, turns out he comes in, and she's all excited about staying at the Waldorf. He says, oh, we're not staying here. This is too expensive. I just knew that we could meet here. Uh, but I hadn't been in the, in the hotel for more than – more than two, three weeks. This is going back eight years ago. And, and Rudy, what I've learned in my conversations with people is that these, there are mile markers in people's lives associated with the Waldorf, with so many, particularly in the tri-state tri area, but throughout the United States. And, and so often people have, have uh, I think, ex exhibited behaviors that wouldn't necessarily be aligned with their, with their normal approach to life but have taken opportunities to, uh, to have a remembrance for the Waldorf. Uh, however, af over generations, uh, the remembrances and the, those elements take on less importance. It's the call that I get from a gentleman whose father attended an event in the hotel in 1935, and he's got a photo, and he's got the Temitas spoon. Would I be interested in it? And, and my response is typically along the lines of, of course I would, but in addition, what I'd really like to know is, 
is what that event meant to your dad. Why did he keep that spoon? Because, again, as I build out my archives, I'm trying to get the stories associated with that moment in time. The Waldorf has so much history with which your, your uh, listening audience will be familiar. The Duke and Duchess of Windsor lived with us after King Edward gave up the crown of England. Cole Porter lived with us for 29 years. Frank Sinatra, the famous supper clubs we had. But, but the reason that people came to the Waldorf, the, the genesis was those items. They also had a, an event in their life, a birthday, an anniversary, a special moment. And, and I think that that's uh, pretty neat as you try to, as you try to digitize your history through the, the, the Facebooks, the Pinterest, the, the other social media venues that we have. I really want to use those mile markers in people's lives. So I don't just want the element. I mean, I do want that. But if I can get the story with it, that'd be great. I know I'm running on, but I got a creamer this week from a woman, and she just signed a, a, a post at Jane Doe. And <laughs> I would much rather have the story. I don't need her name, but I want to tell that story of why she came to have that creamer in her possession. My guest is Matt Zolby. He's the marketing director of the world-famous Waldorf Astoria just off Park Avenue and Fifth uh, Avenue in, uh, in Manhattan. And he's looking for stuff that people might have taken. And I, and I gather, Matt, I'm, am I saying this correctly? So you're not so much looking for stuff that people stole. You're looking for stuff that people you took sort of to make a memory. I, I'll, I'll admit that I sort of played with the word amnesty. I think that that generates a little bit right. of, oh, you know, bad boy uh, interest. But, yes, it's the, it's the memory, and it's the opportunity for me to have that display in the lobby so that I can tell that contextual story. So you let off with a comment about the menu. I was able to, to get a menu of uh, of. Uh, of an event that was held in my Wedgwood room years ago when Frank Sinatra was performing, and Frank had uh, had signed the menu. Well, you look at the menu and you see how much entrees were. They were a dollar fifty, and you see this very young photo of Frank Sinatra, and it's evocative of a different time. It's evocative of a time when the Waldorf was really because of your uh, because of your medium radio uh, radio absolutely trampolined the Waldorf into the living rooms of virtually every lower middle class and above American uh, when you when you went inside on a hot August day like people will today at six or seven o'clock because the sun went down and it finally cooled off you turn off on the radio while the family plays cards or plays a board game or reads a book. We didn't have television. We didn't have the Internet. But sure. radio was on in the background. And t typically it was CBS radios playing, playing live music from just a handful of supper clubs. And we had three of them. We had the Wedgwood, the Empire, and the Starlight Roof. And so truly uh, all of America knew the Waldorf. Uh, interesting, interesting. I did not know they had radio sh three uh, different uh, music venues broadcasting on the radio in the early days. Sure, it was live music. So it was Lena Horne, Ella Fitzgerald, the outrageous oh swing music of Benny Goodman, Xavier Cugat, depending on the generation that we're talking about. But the, it, while the Waldorf ha is is the greatest of them all, uh, I think we can trace that back to those days of the supper clubs when, again, and I know I'm being redundant, but everybody felt uh, a certain... Uh, affinity for the Waldorf because it was brought into your living room. Sure. Do those recordings exist, you know, Matt? Well, th they, they do. Uh, I've got some of the old records in one of my four museum uh, case pieces. Uh, I refer to it as Host of the World. It's just off my main lobby. But uh, I've, I've got various elements to my museum, but one of them ties to those old radio days. Most interesting, most interesting. Uh, there are, there were, uh, of course, uh, valuable things stolen. Uh, I, again, that New Yorker piece had this uh, uh, 
two-foot-tall fluted crystal vase with a heavy seal rim that was commissioned for the hotel's 20th anniversary. And apparently somebody else has it and offered it back to you for $30,000, but you don't want to get be in a position of buying things that, that might have gone, well, missing, shall I say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a combination of, of item of, uh, of reasons. One, I'm a, I'm a uh, you know, the whole old Milton Friedman concept, management has one and only one role, and that's to maximize shareholder value. I can't be spending money that would other by, otherwise be spent servicing my clients, my sure. guests. I can't take away front desk agents so I can go buy some ego-driven items. Right. Uh, I, I, I have to have a fiduciary responsibility of management. And then secondly, as you might imagine, I can't be paying people to steal my items, essentially no. is what that is. All right. Uh, you have heard Matt Zolby, the marketing director of the Waldorf Astoria. If you or someone in your family, perhaps your parents or grandparents, um, spend a meaningful time at the Waldorf Astoria and perhaps have something, anything, is this as simple as a menu or maybe even their bill from that era, um, contact the Waldorf Astoria. And as Matt says, he's looking not just for the item, but if there's a story behind it, he appreciates that too. Matt, I think it's a good thing you're doing, and I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us here in Rudy Max's World. Thank you so much. Take care. Matt Zolby is the marketing director of the Waldorf Astoria. Delighted to have him on. Again, if you or anybody you know have anything in the Waldorf Astoria, call up Matt or call the hotel and see if you can get it back to him. We'll be right back in just a moment to talk about actual stealing from hotels with a hotel executive who knows what he's talking about. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Going on vacation? We like to think we'll never have an emergency away from home, but the truth is, accidents happen. Take Susan and her husband David. They were strolling in Munich when Susan stumbled on a cobblestone, fell, and broke her ankle. Susan needed surgery and wanted to be treated by her doctors at home. Luckily, Susan and David had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International, so they didn't need to worry. OnCall helped them with everything. Don't you want an emergency resource, too? Visit OnCallInternational.com today, or for more info, visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Geico says, let's make life simpler. You need to buy something, but you don't want to make a mistake. So what do you do? Scour the web? Collect sales circulars? Ask your brother-in-law? How about this? When it comes to car insurance, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. I repeat, 97%. So make it simple. Just ask a friend who has GEICO, then click or call. You could make it 98%. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 minutes after the hour. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by the good folks at OnCall International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling. And if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from OnCall International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like political or social unrest in the place you're visiting. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage, legal woes, OnCall International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at OnCallInternational.com or just go to RudyMaxa.com and scroll down that homepage and you can click on the OnCall International logo. 
in the hotel world, Stan Bromley is a legendary figure. He served for decades as an executive with Hyatt Hotel and then with Four Seasons Hotel for most of his career. He's an old friend of mine. He's been on the show before. And I thought, in light of what we heard from the marketing director of the Waldorf Astoria about his attempt to retrieve things that people have uh, uh, taken or stolen or borrowed from the Waldorf Astoria, I thought it would be interesting to talk to Stan now that he's retired and can speak more freely about... Well, he's still consulting with companies, but uh, at least he's not doesn't have that corporate logo on his golf shirt. Um, talk about what people take. But Stan, you said that you were listening to um, my previous guest's uh, interview, and, and it reminded you of a story you wanted to share with us. Well, it was 1985, and I received a handwritten note from uh, what looked to be a, like a very young person, and it was an eight-year-old girl who had just returned home from a visit. She lived in Stockton, California, and her mother found a few linen hand towels that she had swiped from the bathroom and uh, decided that it was best for her daughter to write an apology note to the general manager telling her she was a thief. <laughs> the and, oh, the daughter had swiped the, the towels. The daughter swiped the hand towels. The mom found them at home. What hotel was this, Dan? So, the Four Seasons Clifton, San Francisco. Okay. And the family was spent a weekend. They came in from Stockton, California. So I decided that since my son had had to write an apology note to Jim Nordstrom from swiping a hat at a Nordstrom store, that it would be good for me to respond to the girl because Jim wrote me back and said, hey, it's okay, kids do that. So I wrote the girl back, and uh, let's see how many years, maybe 25 years later, I attended her wedding last year. No. And uh, I wrote the girl back, and uh, we became uh, friends, and I was ended up being a mentor and a coach life coach for her and her career, and uh, these stories, Matt said something about mile markers in people's lives, and that was a mile marker in that young girl's life, and uh, so these stories do have interesting beginnings and endings. You know, they have interesting beginnings and endings if someone like you follows up and does something about it. I mean, but that that's a fascinating story. Did, she didn't go into the hotel business, did she? No, she's a, she's a teacher. Okay, wonderful, and you're still in touch with her? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is that is a great story. Did she return? Did she have to? Ret she returned the towels when she said. Well, that's when she how it all started. It all started when she returned the towels with the note, and then uh, I wrote her back. And funny enough, uh, what might have been uh, ten years later, when our son did the same thing, and uh, he didn't get caught by his mother, he got caught by the police. But uh, oh, <laughs> given the relationship I had with the Nordstrom at the time, I decided it would be good for him to write a note uh, to Mr. Nordstrom. So that same the same right. story held through. All right, I've stayed at your hotels. I've never stolen a towel. But let's say I, if I stole two towels and a bath mat because it said whatever, Four Seasons Washington, Four Seasons 76 on it, um, how would you feel if you knew that? What, what does that, as a hotelier, how does, what do you think about that? Well, I think, you know, it depends upon your guests. You know, our guests in Four Seasons paid top dollar. And my, my point of view was, Take my stuff if you want. Just make sure you put it in your fancy homes and show your fancy friends because it, it says something about where you stay and it has some value. Uh, and, you know, I think that the wealthier the person is, the more they view themselves as sort of the entitled masses and they, they, they look at it as permanently borrowing the stuff. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I never had a problem with it. And, you know, it's amazing that as you mentioned, the uh, the room amenities, the shampoo, conditioner stuff, and like that. But you know, there there are more expensive things. Like you know, a ba um, a bathrobe goes for some I don't know thirty bucks to sixty dollars, and you know, when thirty you bucks to sixty dollars for you as a hotelier, a hundred and thirty or sixty if they want to buy it. 
Oh yeah, but yeah. why 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 buy when you can steal it? There, there's a great story of a mayor of a major American city, and uh, he always had the same suite, and, uh, and and typically the same housekeepers do the same sections and cleaning. And this one housekeeper reported to her boss that, you know, this man every time he stays, the bathrobe is gone, or one of the two bathrobes are gone. Uh, should we do anything? And then the housekeeper said, no, 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 and then. Uh, after the next two more states, and I said he had five bathrooms. So I decided I was going to call his administrative assistant and say something. Well, it was interesting the set of circumstances that I unleashed, and I thought, why did I do this? Anyway, he called me back, threatening me and telling me that he would never stay at the hotel again. And that's when I realized, why did I do this? You mm. know, you can't mm. prove that anybody takes it, they're not going to admit it. And you know what? If the mayor of a major American city has 12 bathrobes in his house, that helps me. So <laughs> I sort of, at that point in my life, I sort of backed off and said, uh, you know, if it if it ends up being a piece of artwork or something, which actually do, those go from the elevator landings, that's why they're always glued down. But anyway, my, my attitude has been, you know, okay, you're our good guest. Just come back, uh, and uh, you can take some things from time to time. Amazing. Can you tell me in five seconds the most valuable thing that ever went missing from a guest in a hotel? Well, he went missing just for a while. Uh, the son of a very important Mideastern family uh, stayed at the hotel, came down and asked for the town car, and uh, the, the doorman sort of pointed at it. It's right over there. And he actually then decided he was going to borrow it, and he took it. He took it for a couple hours, but he brought it back. But that was probably one of the most extreme examples, and he didn't think he did anything wrong. Stan Bromley, thanks for joining us. At 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. Ba ba black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir. No, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. This is Hulk Hogan. Do you feel joint pain or back pain from hiking, swimming, or other physical activities? Do you suffer from arthritis pain or inflammation when you're gardening or walking the dog? Now, reducing those everyday pains is easier than ever, thanks to Active Relief. This is an incredible new dual-action supplement and cream that did wonders for my pain, and I couldn't wait to tell everyone else about it. Using Active Relief daily can help reduce your everyday joint aches and pains and ease stiffness faster than you ever thought possible. 
I'm living proof. Active Relief has helped reduce years of wrestling pains from my body, and I feel better than ever. Imagine what Active Relief can do for you. Get your risk-free trial of the Active Relief Supplement. When you call now, you'll also get a free Active Relief Pain Cream for instant soothing relief. It's yours free when you call now. Just call 1-800-686-1114. That's 1-800-686-1114. Call 1-800-686-1114. Going away on business? Most of us will never have a medical problem while traveling, but the truth is, it can happen. Judy was in London for business when she got food poisoning. Worried that she would miss an important meeting that could land a new client, she needed to find a doctor quickly. Luckily, Judy had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International. OnCall found a local doctor and pharmacy so Judy could recover in time for her meeting. Be prepared for your next business trip. Visit OnCallInternational.com today or RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. I'm your genial radio host, Rudy Maxa. You know, we were talking to Stan Bromley at the end there, and I didn't quite understand what that hotel guest took. I thought he said cart. I thought maybe he was talking about the towel, the uh, housekeeping cart. He took the hotel limousine. He thought he was sort of entitled to drive the car, and uh, this was in the Four Seasons in Washington, and apparently this uh, this guest uh, took the car and drove around for about three, hour, three or four hours, did what he did, and brought the car back. So it wasn't it. And, you know, I sort of thought the discussion with, with Stan Bromley um, about hotel theft and my previous guest from the Waldorf Astoria about his amnesty program, I sort of thought that uh, we would get in the conversation of what guests steal in sort of a felonious way. And we really didn't. It really sort of went to a higher level. Uh, somewhere down the road, we'll do a thing on, on what... If you want to tell me what you've taken from hotels, that are meaningful to you, drop me a line at rudy at rudymaxa.com, and I'll read some of those things on the air. <laughs> I'm about to sneeze. I've never done that in the radio. Bless me. Uh, let's take a call. Um, uh, Mike's on the phone. Mike, how are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, hi, Rudy. I'm calling from Kansas City. Okay. And what's the question? Well, my wife and I were, were planning our very first trip to Paris, France, in late September, and I've heard that there are long lines at many of the popular sites, such as the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower, and even the big department stores and bakeries. And yeah. my question, Rudy, is, you know, is there a way that I can go see the Mona Lisa without having to elbow 75 of my not-so-close friends out of the way? <laughs> yeah. Well, there is. Let's start with the Mona Lisa, which, of course, is the jewel of the and the most uh, famous piece of art hanging in the Louvre. What you want to do is go, obviously, and this, this makes sense anywhere, is go when most people aren't. Uh, for example, you know, the Louvre... Uh, has a free uh, opening day on the first Sunday of the month. And as much as you might like to go and save a few euros, it's not the most pleasant time to go because of the crowds. You want to sure. visit the Louvre first thing in the morning or on Wednesday or Friday night when it's open late till 10 p.m. And you will, okay. uh, you'll, 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 you'll avoid a crowd there. And this is my secret. I, I, I'm loath to share this on the radio with a million listeners, but <laughs> there... <laughs> But you know, the, the good thing is you're going in September. Is it later in September? Yes. Yeah. Right, oh, that's right, good. The, the last week. Yeah. All right. So you've got most of uh, you've got the July and August tourist crowds gone. That's kids are back in school, but you'll still encounter a line, particularly if it's nice nice weather at the Eiffel Tower. Here's what you do: book a lunch 
at the restaurant that is just a uh, just a little bit up the ways on the Eiffel Tower. It's called the Jules Verne Restaurant. The science fiction writer Jules Verne. And, oh right. Uh, okay. I think it's a Michelin-starred restaurant, so it's pretty pricey. Uh, if, it's a lot cheaper at lunch than dinner, but it has a private elevator. So when you get to the Eiffel Tower oh. at, at noon, there's going to be these long lines. could be an hour or longer or two hours to get up the Eiffel Tower. You just right. waltz on over to the Jules Verne elevator where nobody's there. You take the elevator up, and once you're there, you can take other elevators, you know, have your lunch or whatever. You can take other elevators up without standing in that line. Wow. Yeah, my... my... Number one, price is no object with my exotic wife Sue. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a, that's great because I, you know, I've just I've been so afraid of these long lines. Yeah, and don't and don't forget the Eiffel Tower is is open till late in the evening um, until eleven forty five and twelve forty five during the summer. I don't know what constitutes summer there. As for bakeries and department stores, you know bakeries are going to be really crowded when people are coming home from work trying to get their baguettes, and really crowded at lunch when people are maybe picking up a sandwich on a roll there. So try to avoid that. And sure. and work hours, by the way, for the metro, the subway is most crowded uh, because people work from ten to six. So right. if if you begin your sightseeing early, like eight or eight thirty, sure. you'll find fewer people than say at nine or nine thirty, and then avoid the the evening rush hour. Department stores don't go on the weekends if you can avoid it. And then there are these annual sales. You won't you won't be there for the annual sales. You'll be all right because those are just those are mob scenes as well. Well, I wish you. Uh, uh, I hope you have a great trip to Paris. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really appreciate your tips. It's uh, it's been very helpful. I and uh, we'll let you know how it turns out. I'd like that. Drop me an email, rudy at rudymaxa.com. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, sir. If you've got a question for me, you can drop me, as I just said, an email at rudy, R-U-D-Y, at rudymaxa.com, or you can call our toll-free number anytime, 800-387-8025. Now, this show airs live 10 to noon Eastern on Saturday mornings. Many of our stations time shift the show to later on Saturday or on Sunday, so you'll often hear us We like we visited the... Uh, the uh, Brewery Festival in Chattanooga, and, and my guest referred to this morning, and that she's talking about Saturday morning. Um, so if you call when we're not on the air, you'll get a recording, and I, it'll be my voice inviting you to leave your message and your phone number. And if it's a question like Mike's that might be helpful to other people, we'll put you on the, we'll put you on the air, and we can all learn from it. All right, we're going to come right back here in Rudy Max's World. i got some deals of the week for you, so don't touch that dial. Nice to have you here on this summer weekend. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's 52 minutes after the hour, and you're listening to America's favorite radio travel show, Rudy Max's World. I'm your consumer travel expert, Rudy Maxa, and it's nice to have you here. Hey, have you ever stolen anything interesting from a hotel, like a coffee pot or the mirror off the wall? 
Call and confess. Well, don't call and confess. Write me an email, Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. Maybe we'll do a whole thing on people who steal weird things from hotels. Come on. It's time to come clean. Father Maxa will uh, give you absolution. Tell me what you did. Tell me what you did and get it off your chest. Um, you know, we check in now and then uh, at the top of the hour with interesting festivals around the United States. Just sort of feel to get hear somebody with a local accent talking about something that's happening there. This morning, for example, we talked with Kelly Wilson. She runs the or helps run the 18th annual or what is now the 18th annual Southern Brewers Festival in Chattanooga to benefit a really great charity called Kids on the Block. One um, one I missed this year, I'm going to try to catch it next year, I promise. I'll put it on the calendar. It happens every July in East Dublin, Georgia. It's called the Summer Redneck Games, and it was started by a, a rock and roll music station way back in 1996. It was the year of the Summer Olympics Games in Atlanta, and their station, of course, in East Dublin didn't have any Atlanta games, so they came up with the Redneck Festival. Uh, events at the Redneck Festival include the following, the cigarette flip, the mud pit belly flop, bobbing for pig's feet, the big hair contest, wish I'd seen that, the hubcap hurl, the speed sitting, con- excuse me, the seed spitting contest, bug zapper spitball dumpster diving, and everyone's favorite, the armpit serenade. There's apparently in 1998 a contestant who pumped out the entire theme to the television show Green Acres. Summer Redneck Games. Trust me, next summer we'll be talking to somebody from there before uh, uh, before that hour is over. Okay, let's do a couple of deals of the week. Oh, yeah. The cash register sound means you'll save some money if you listen to my advice. Well, you know, Philadelphia has got one of the great art collections of the world, and until recently it was very difficult to see. It's called the Barnes Foundation, and Mr. Barnes was an eclectic collector of art, and he kept the art in... Uh, outside of Philadelphia in a suburb in a, shall we say, sort of cramped conditions. You had to make an appointment to go see it. There was very limited parking. And actually in his will, he stipulated the art would stay there. But over the course of a few years, the trust, uh, the foundation that was left the art in the home, managed to get a new museum in downtown Philadelphia. That opened this May, and it's been the hottest ticket in town since. Because you go there, you're going to see all kinds of European and American Impressionist works, and post-Impressionist work, African sculpture, native sculpture, Native American textiles, metalwork, artists such as Cezanne, Degas, Gauguin, Van Gogh, Manet, Matisse. So it's just a hit list of the greatest. Um, the Philadelphia Marriott is offering a Barnes Foundation package. You get overnight accommodations, two tickets to the Barnes Foundation exhibit to the, to the museum. discount on shop and cafe purchases on the day of your visit, and continental breakfast for two at the hotel. This offer is valid Thursday through Sunday nights through through August 1st of next year. So you've got a whole year to go do this. The price ranges from $285 a night to $415 a night for a double room, depending on the dates of your stay. Tax is not included. So if you're headed to Philadelphia you want to see the Barnes Foundation, it's a nice deal. Good package. Thursday through Sunday nights through next August, August of 2013. The promotion code, if you call the Philadelphia downtown Marriott, the promotion code is ES7. don't know what that stands for. I'm trying to figure that out. ES7. On Capitol Hill, if you're thinking of going to Washington uh, uh, before the inauguration, the liaison on Capitol Hill, it's an Affinia Hotel, has a special package called the Swing Into Election Package. $159 a night, very good rate, even before taxes for Washington, D.C. It's right downtown by the, right, right by the Capitol. You'll get a newly designed guest room plus two welcome drinks, a walking tour kit, daily parking, and free Internet access. This is a town where daily parking is not inexpensive. 
And uh, it turned down, I guess, in the evening, you'll get a First Lady's plate of cookies and a glass of milk. You can choose Michelle Obama's white and dark chocolate chip cookies or Ann Romney's M&M cookies. The deal is available through January 17th, so you can't book it for the inauguration. But if you're going during election time or up to January 17th, uh, this deal is good, $159 a night at the Liaison Capitol Hill. It's an Affinia Hotel. But here, you got to book by Election Day, November 6th, and the promo- promotion code is VOTE12. Okay? Oh, and if you uh, are going to rent a car from Avis, pre-register uh, for a special promotion, um, and you'll get 3,000 American Airlines miles for a one-day rental or 5,000 miles for a three-day rental. Not bad, but you got to book by August 31st. Book by August, the end of this month. 3,000 AA miles for one-day rental, 5,000 for a three-day rental. Uh, check it out at AmericanAirlines.com, or you can call Avis and find out about it. The promotion code, if you happen to have a pencil and paper, is MUAA035. But I don't think you need to remember that as long as you call and ask for the special uh, American Airlines Avis mileage deal. All right, we're going to come back next hour with lots of guests and uh, even some more deals, some more travel news. Got an interesting lineup of guests coming up. I hope your station is staying with us. If your station is not, and some of our stations only run the first hour of the show, um, I bid you adieu. I look forward to seeing you next weekend right here in Rudy Max's world and hope you have a great week. And if you're traveling, travel safely and uh, hold the loved ones close. We'll see you next weekend here in Rudy Max's world. Stick around if your station's carrying the second hour, as most of ours do. We're going to pause for six minutes of some news and uh, probably sell a few things, and then we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world. I hope you'll be with me. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.